Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. The Crown Season 6, Episode 7, Alma Matter is over. But here on Post Recap, we're just getting started. My name is Grace, but of course I'm not alone. I'm here with Shannon Gus. Shannon, how are you doing? Grace, I'm great. And I want to say if I had a nickel for every time this season painted a sinister-seeming parent in the role of puppeteer with a royal or a near-royal, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. <laughs> yeah, that's very good. Yeah, even Kate Middleton's mom is not... Not, uh, you know, uh, she can't avoid the stray bullet about like trying to set up her child with the, the, the future prince. Well, he is a prince, I guess. Future yeah. king of mm. England. Yeah. 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 Were, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to chat about it here on Post Your Recaps uh, on The Crown coverage. Make sure you subscribe to postyourrecaps.com slash The Crown. Um, another William episode, which I think uh, they – so I was thinking about this last night. I was uh, – I watched the episode. I went to a movie, and I was on my way home, and I was thinking about The Crown. The Crown lingered in my brain, and I was like, they must have been so happy to get a new character. So, like, when they got, <laughs> when they got Diana – they were thrilled. I think they were like, okay, finally, a new, we can like, you know, we feel like maybe we've done as much as we can with Elizabeth and, uh, you know, and, and Philip and even Charles. We did, we did a lot of Charles content. Okay, finally, Diana is here and we can do all of the Diana episodes we want, which was a lot. And now they're like, aha, we have William. We shall, we shall produce so much William content. You won't believe it, which is only two yeah. episodes so far, but it feels like a lot in the last season. Well, we were also given Harry, but they don't want that, which it really like I felt like the the show itself was mimicking its own, you know, content and criticisms that Harry was laying out about how, 
you know, no one cares about him as much as it's kind of, you know, bastardizing what he was saying. But I was like, the show itself also has very, paid very little attention True. to like Harry's plight through these episodes, which we can talk about probably in my criticism of this episode. But I have to say a couple of things first. Mm-hmm. Mostly, Ghost Diana slash Diana cameo. I'm sorry. She returns. I'm, she I, returns. I, I, I messaged you. I'm like, I'm one minute in and I'm laughing so hard. Most of the first minutes of this season have me cringing why. And the shameless use of Elizabeth Debicki is just it, it like it, it's so obvious what they're doing that it just makes it feel so do you like it just feels wrong do you think that Peter Morgan like turn he's like I, now I shall watch the creation that I made the crown and he turns it on in episode one it's like who's this French dog guy and it's like Netflix <laughs> producers be like don't worry about it and then like episode episode five shows where they're like he's like what the hell is this dream sequence like don't worry about it it's great <laughs> so like, wait okay. you put another scene of Elizabeth Debicki in here and they're like don't worry about it I know it just it feels like so like overt because it's just not like it's not subtle that they want to use Elizabeth Debicki and it honestly makes Ghost Diana feel worse because of how shameless it is and the fact that it's not even some beautiful manifestation it's literally as we knew to be fair just using Elizabeth Debicki as much as possible so let's sting marry kill dream dog guy (laughs) random Diana cameo for no reason that scene completely fiction Kate has like famously never met Diana like for why? For why? Show? You think, Would you do you think this? Peter Morgan delights in the Google trends that happen where it's like people being like, wait, and they'll be watching the episode and then they go to their phone like, did Kate Middleton did she, meet I, Diana? I, I that <laughs> like, did yeah. she really do that? Yeah. And yeah. she didn't. She didn't. But okay, didn't. let's do it. Let's no. let's let's ding Mary Kill or at least rank these three. And then we'll have to sort in ghost Diana, but no, but the three openings that I think really stand out. It well. Yeah, I think. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I have an answer. I think. Um, I I think this is the 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 this one. I think it. Well, I I you know I like the the dream sequence. So I know I think you we're have different answers. People. Stop saying that. Yeah. I know. No, every time every time um that's that happens, there's just a loud there's a loud beep that. <laughs> you know this this has been censored yeah it's just like when when your tv screen goes static um no i like that so i'm i think i'm gonna marry that one this one uh uh, i'll ding this one because i think well maybe i won't maybe i'll ding the dot oh Wait, hold on. That's yeah. definitely getting censored. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, well, because yeah. because this this to me is like this is not as bad as like hey, did you know Muhammad killed Diana? It's not as bad as that, but it's a little bit like. Although I I don't know. I can't tell if I think it's like is it a bad thing that they made Kate Middleton meet Princess Diana or a- and it's just like such shameless cameoing. <laughs> like it just it, it like it adds. Nothing to the story. Like, they could easily tell that a different way. It's just like, I don't want a show to scream in my face how much they want Elizabeth Debicki to be there and how sad they are that they've had to move on from Diana and that they wish they made the show just fully about Diana instead of The Crown. But I guess it's good, like, that influencer, as I said, who skips the non-Diana episodes. Well, now she got another one that she can't skip because of a cameo. So maybe there's commercial sensibilities that I am overriding and not thinking about. But even if even if so, have some shame. The crown. Have some- See, but then the difference is like the dog is so like the dog walker is so innocuous. Like it's like it's it's kind of annoying. It's annoying because it's so like it's so why do we why do we do that? Yeah. yeah. So it's so heavy handed. All of these things are heavy. So I mean, at the I probably end up marrying the dog man because yeah. yeah. Why does it matter? Like Why does it matter? Yeah. Oh, and you can't yes. marry him. 
Yeah. True. Yeah. Less egregious. And also like, yeah, then when Diana actually died, I was like, oh, no, dog man. Um, like the symbol of death. And maybe that <laughs> I mean, the Grim Reaper. Maybe, you know, uh-huh. and then I would have maybe I'd have to ding this just because then I have to I have to kill the dream. So it yeah, kind of gets that, you know, because I hate I hated that. Um she woke up in a cold sweat, Grace. Like she did wake up in a cold sweat, yeah. She called like like it's 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 About like Tony comically. Blair. It's comically. <laughs> I know you liked it, but in my opinion, that kind of te- te- like television, what should be like prestige TV, and once upon a time maybe was, mm-hmm. is like comically bad. <laughs> so mm. um, I yeah. like it because it is. A, at least it's a dream, you know. I don't know. That well, at least like yeah. You know, what else could it be? What else could it? Well, what if they were like, "This is true"? Who <laughs> knows? <laughs> yeah, like our the perfect show, they resurrect it. Diana, and the show is Tony Blair and Princess Diana living happily ever after. That might be what they um, but okay. So that's what done with. Okay, that's the Diana scene, but genuinely made me laugh out loud. Well, yeah. let, okay, okay, my second thing on this, and then I'm truly done with Diana. Over under. What do we have? Three episodes left. Uh, uh yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we Eight, see nine, Diana ten. again? Do we? Yes. This, this, yes. How many, uh, times? How many episodes? Okay, wait. The question is, I guess and, whether and, we see and, a, and, and is it in ghost form? Or do we see Elizabeth Debicki? Yes. Again. Hmm. Now I think kind of no. I think I said yes to try to be funny, which is it's not that funny when you only have two. <laughs> uh, comedy, <laughs> comedy being about the unexpected when there's yeah. a one of two answers. Hmm. Um, I actually do. I I will bet we do not see. I'll bet we see her. I'm okay. gonna do it. And like literally the first minute of the next episode is going to be like Elizabeth Debicki. Oh my god! Um, mm. Or she could be a ghost. Like there's so many ways for her to there, appear. So. There, there is. I I believe I asked you on a pod. I think did you see the image that's been circulating around? I believe Mike Bloom had shared it on his Twitter, so it might yeah. be likely that you you've seen no, it. Yeah. yeah oh no, um, or no, maybe he just mentioned that he saw an image on a podcast. I didn't see me. it on my Twitter, but I've seen that. Yeah. So oh. I will say there's a oh, chance. The queens, yeah. Yeah, okay, the queens. So I think there's mm-hmm. a chance that we don't get ghost Elizabeth the Bicky uh, Diana, but there's a chance that we get some, th- so montage. Were you a Scrubs person, Shannon? Was I a Scrubs person? Scrubs just- formed my personality. Like I like I'm like a semi-human without Scrubs. Most yeah. of the things I say now are just partial yeah. references to it. Yeah. Amazing. You know the like the finale yes. that then's not the yes. finale. That's and what he gets through the whole way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he walks through the hall and oh, there's all these people that like over the years affected his life. I could see a like we're walking <laughs> through like the yeah. castle and it's all these yeah. people who mm-hmm. affected her life. And that's how we also get like the 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 queens. So I could Except see that. Except eighty percent of it is Elizabeth Debicki. And <laughs> when she gets to the end of the castle, the tunnel, wherever she is, or the uh-huh. hallway. Uh-huh. Bam, Ghost Diana. Ghost Diana. Yeah. <laughs> and that's and that's the ending is that the queen's being haunted by Ghost Diana for life. So that is truly all I have on the on the fact that Diana okay. uh, made a tiny cameo. But it look, it's an interesting, it, it does actually lead into broader criticisms of the episode. Okay. Because the first one for me, I felt like this episode was like pretty unnecessary. Like, look, I'm always here for a romance, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. But like it kind of felt like it was a bit of a waste of time for a couple of reasons. Um, we have very little time to tell, like, you know, so much story that's going to have to end at some point. But, like, there's a lot of ground to cover. So much air has been taken up by Diana. And then this stuff all seems, like, largely fictionalized. Like, William and Kate, I think, like, they mostly sparked at, like, the fashion show, which was a year after all of this, well, in 2002. Mm-hmm. It's probably coming up. So it's, like, how much time are we devoting to William and Kate? Like, it's not that interesting a courtship. Like, they started dating at university. 
Um, and that's why all the drama is like ramped up. And I don't like, from what I can tell, not that I would, they would have like so many eyes necessarily on like William's private affairs in his first year of university, but like all the dramatic stuff that was interesting and good TV, because again, I'm here for like people fighting in a library and like romantic tension for like, I like, you know, I like college level shows basically, mm -hmm. but it's all, it's all not true. It's all over dramatized <laughs> and it's all just like a waste of time. That like, feels like it could have been montaged over to get to like their eventual romance. So we're either going to see that later and then why we're taking so much time on this, which is what I assume, or like we aren't going to get that in which case like clearly the wrong part of the story has been told or I'm we're definitely going to see more of like William and Kate. So I just, it just felt unnecessary to me. And yeah, just, just like overly fictionalized to create more of the story. And I don't know why we're spending the time on that. Yeah, I I agree. I think that this episode to me is very unmemorable, even as I just watched it. <laughs> like, yeah, well, yeah. Even though I said I was thinking about it on the car ride home, but I was just thinking about like, why did we do this episode on William? That's what I was thinking yeah. about. Um, because there's some stuff in here that I think is interesting. There's mm. some stuff about like William seemingly like I, I, I made this joke last time where he's like, he does mention that he wants to go. He doesn't want to go to Whistler because he wants to go on a, he has plans with his friends, but I was like, Oh, but we never see him with his friends. This episode, we do see him with friends, but there's also a lot of like William being alone um, just with him and his bodyguard that I think is like, I love the bodyguard, by the way, he's too. high contention for Lizzie points. Yeah. So I, yeah, he's very funny. So mm. yeah, there's a lot of him being alone. And so try and trying to figure out like, should I be here or not? I'm not liking art history. And so like, and I, I liked the stuff. I liked actually all the family stuff and there's another show I've been talking about and I, I can't, Oh, Yellowstone. What an interesting comparison I'm about to make, which is, I feel like that show has this premise about like Kevin Costner and his kids that like when they stray away from it, I'm like, Oh, I'm not as interested. And I feel like there's something to be said about this as well. Where like, I thought some of the most interesting conversations in this episode, I liked um, to a degree. I liked William and Elizabeth's like little convo. Mm -hmm. Again, this is like, the queen talking to someone who's like a future king. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I really liked, although I, there's a very funny line uh, that I want to mention um, that I thought was like, we're really hitting it over the head, but the William and Harry convo, I yeah. really liked that mm -hmm, as an evolution yeah, of like these relations that we've seen um, mostly between Elizabeth and, and Margaret. Um, but do you notice yeah. that Char he goes to leave the party and Charles says, no, you have to stay with the family. <laughs> like, oh, that's very, <laughs> in terms of like, yeah. just, you know, Harry will eventually literally leave the family. <laughs> I want to leave to go outside briefly. He's like, no, you must stay with the family, which is like, yeah, yeah. It's like you and Megan. It's like, who's Megan? Um, <laughs> I am 17. Yeah. Um, but there's no, I mean, I like, I just, I, I don't know that I love the, like, you know, the, the Kate backstory, like her mom stuff. Although I do love the actress who plays her mom, but yeah, I just, I was like, okay, all right, fine. You know? Yeah. Well, let, well, we definitely get into Carol Middleton. I liked all the same parts of the episode that you did, like particularly the scene between William and Harry that we can talk about, like within this unnecessary kind of context that they give the whole episode, there are broader concepts that they explore that are interesting. I also agree. Seeing the queen in this role with William and we have like, we've heard about that, like grandmotherly love. We haven't seen it as much. And even just like a sweet scene between them. First, it gave the queen something to do, which has been few and far between in this season mm -hmm. and in this episode. And also it was like a, yeah, and like a nice look at what, you know, is the queen to a future heir. 
Um, so I liked all of that, but I just felt like the vehicle to do it being this episode was too slight. There wasn't enough there. And even like William's journey, while we have spent quite a bit of time on it recently, and some might say too much time, but it's the direction they want to take a show like The Crown and it, it's called The Crown. Yeah. And, it, you know, it makes sense that they would go that way. Um, so like that should be fine. I just feel like they could do it maybe better or what feels more substantial because even like in this, so it was like his journey with how he's struggling in uni and he's considering leaving uni. And that's apparently true, yes. but it wasn't true in the context of Kate. So they kind of obscure what might be more interesting things around possible social issues or the fact that he's always mobbed by fans and we can, you know, like we see that and we can talk through that, but like by overwhelming it with this Kate story and he pretty much wants to drop out because Kate got an, another boyfriend, which is pretty much the storyline given, you know, there's like this general ennui, but like, it's so Kate focused, which is again, fictionalized. It just feels like that journey's not even being told to us in definitely not in an organic way, but not even in a way that's like close to clearly what happened. Even if there is like a tangible piece of history that is like, William did consider dropping out of university and then he did change majors, spoiler alert, um, to geography. Yeah. And it's just like, there wasn't enough there and how they like then extrapolated out into like the rest of the storyline. Here's what's the, the scene where he there, it's like the Christmas party and they're all together. And he's talking about, he's like, oh, I used to love history of art. And now I hate it. Mm. And then he's like, well, you know, maybe you could switch switch studies. And Harry's like, oh, geography is their second, whatever. And Elizabeth gives us like line that, I, you know, there's a little like to a degree, it's like, you know, heavy handed, but but you can see Peter Morgan being like, ah, yes. And then Elizabeth shall say, uh, what better subject to mm. study when one is lost? I'm like, I love that line. I love it. I think mm. it's so great. And so. The thing for me is like when you put a lot of these ideas on paper, this is the same thing I felt about two photographs, which is the episode we talked about with Lindsay, where it's the episode right before we know Diana's like it's right before the Paris trip. And it's like the, these ideas of like the way that the, they, the both Charles and Diana like are using the, the media and photographs to like tell the story that they want to tell and et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, oh, there's so many good ideas in there. And in here. I think that like, okay, let's do the story of William at university. We know he wanted to leave. It's where he meets Kate. Um, mm. I, I like, like the stuff for me is really in terms of like um, Harry's conversation with him where Harry's like, actually, I kind of need like, like you not succeeding means I have to succeed less than you because like, <laughs> I can't feel, I can't look better than you. Yeah. Um. So like, I actually do need you to stay in university and like find someone to like, I didn't say that, but like, I just do need you to like figure it out so that I can have like a modicum of success because I'm not allowed to overshadow you. I thought it was super interesting. So there's so much stuff in this mm. episode that I think like when you write it out on paper, like just ideas before you actually like, write the episode, I'm like, I see where Peter Morgan is like going, what he's trying um, what he might be trying to say. And I feel like some of it is like, it's just, I just find the Kate stuff, like, you know, it, it, you talked about the Kate stuff being, um, and I, I, did you look up whether or not she actually was at all the things he went to? Yeah, she uh, was. So that, I mean, that is interesting. So you like, you put all these things that like Peter, Peter Morgan probably has like this notebook, mm. right. Of things of like, what is interesting about this family? And as he's getting closer, he's like, look, he's like, okay, I think I can weave all these together into a story. I just, I, part of the thing that's like tough about Kate Middleton, I think, and no offense, is that like what became exciting was that she, she was kind of just like seemingly perfect. Um, and she, and I guess she had, she, it's funny. Cause I think she did have a little bit of like, in my opinion, like 
I don't remember a lot of the Diana stuff. Like I can kind of remember it. I remember how big of a deal it was, but I don't have like memories of it per se. I do remember the the William and Kate wedding and it being like a huge yeah. friggin' deal. That was in 2011. No, I know. So, and I know yeah. we're way later, but this idea of like, how does Kate end up being that person? Um, I, but it, but my thing here is that it's, it's kind of it's kind of boring i think uh so mm -hmm. i don't know their their kind of relationship like there's this piece with like lola who is fictionalized and supposed to be sort of like mm. you know a take on one of william's mm -hmm. actual girlfriends at the time um who it, you know and it, the other piece too is like isn't kate actually she like she her mom knows well enough to know that like william is like <laughs> like thinking about Lee. Yeah. wasn't she pretty like they're like they're not like lowest of the lows like they are like uh, you know well enough into isn't that true i don't know if that's true about how well like, yeah upper middle class but like yeah. not like necessarily like royal i guess yeah yeah, def yeah. i mean i think there was yeah, as she said like she, she did allude to like your father had like these royal connections but like not in a way that like she was in the probably like marriage pool of, right um yeah but so a couple of things. Yes, like we're talking about those concepts that we enjoyed, all those scenes that we enjoyed, all those moments. But that's what I think can be frustrating is because the show, I and I, I kind of hate to like dunk on the crown as much as I am because I really like, I'm judging it in compared to its former self, which is a very high bar. Um, and I feel like it used to be consistently so excellent, like in its heyday. And now it's like almost more frustrating that you'll get like really good scenes, but like strung together in ways that feel i don't know like just flimsier mm -hmm. and or like even like episodes you you do like maybe not to that extent like the extent of like the old days but like that you enjoy but it's not it doesn't get like a consistent run and i don't think it has through all of seasons five and six with as with me like nearly to the level of like seasons one two and four like basically every episode was a banger uh, and like the whole episode was you know you, they, they always have their like big intense scene or like as we said like two tense people having a conversation but I don't feel like it was sewn together as flimsy as this because yeah, again, like he probably does have like several facts that are being strung together here, but strung together through a completely fictionalized story, as you said, with like a love triangle and all like these things just, you know, did not happen. And compared to like the last episode where I was thinking, Oh, there are so many factual things here. And it's, it was strung together again through a narrative and, and the, the fictionalized part of that narrative was that there was no, you know, recommendation from Tony Blair of what the crown and, you know, the royal should be, but it made sense in the context and it was otherwise so unified by truisms, like historical truisms. So I feel like this did not have that. And then I feel like yeah. I look at the, like, as an example to look at, like, the Carol Middleton stuff. I know I made a joke about the Nichols, but it's, it's, it's so bad that they could fall into this trap twice in yeah. one season like the, yeah. at first so from what i understand like carol middleton like puppeteering this relationship is like a tabloid rumor there is the fact that kate like changed around to follow him there's always been oh well you know you know Car carol did this that's like the, the kind of the nastiest way probably to look at that and again like we have no confirmation on it so i thought like at the beginning when she's just kind of like knowingly looking at things i thought they were just alluding to it i was actually going to comment negatively on how muhammad was not afforded that same right from a racial perspective as we said right. Right. But then they did have to say the quiet part out loud. And that but like that, but that's still not that's not better. Like just the fact that they like defame them both. Yeah. <laughs> In some ways, I guess like equal opportunity defaming, but also like don't do that at all, I think would probably be the, the thing. So like you can yeah. suggest it. I feel like the power of suggestion has been lost. Like you show yeah. up unless let us be like, do you think she 
She wouldn't, but she did, but Decay did. Mm, that's what people were doing in history. But you don't have to like tell me she was doing it. They literally make Carol admit to it. <laughs> like, it's not even like Kate might think she's doing it, but Carol's like, you are crazy. I'm literally not doing that. She's like, well, what did you want from me? Like, she admits to it. I don't like they just painted this character in like such a nefarious way. And like yeah. she starts off like sexualizing her 14-year-old daughter in the Diana scene. Yeah. Um, and like the the best thing you could say is that she like, you know, she's doing it for Kate because she thinks Kate is so worthy, but like this isn't good. This she's like a cartoon villain again, and we like we just had this and criticized it. And it's like a similar, <laughs> like not in the same way, because like it was more nefarious yeah. with like Diana's gonna yeah. die. Like that was like a kidnapping yeah. plot, but like yeah. it still is so sinister. And the same thing is, I just don't understand why. Why this is like a theme. Do wh where do you think that this comes from? The idea that the more the closer we are to these scenarios, the more that Peter Morgan is asserting a narrative. Do you think it's like Peter Morgan? How old is Peter Morgan? Like these are probably things that he, so he is born in 1963. So he's 60 years old. So anything that happens like when he's a kid, like I feel like there, maybe there's an, um, for him, it's like, you know, is he putting like, again, don't mean to imply that he thinks that Muhammad Al-Fayed killed Diana, but clearly he puts totally it. Totally did puts, say it. I mean, yeah. he, I mean, he does say it. Yeah. I don't mean to put words in his mouth, but also he put words in his mouth and then, yeah. put, them, and then put them on a Netflix stream. Yeah. Like um, he, he's the one who implied that. Like you, you we are, we are just pulling that out of nowhere. Do you think that there's things like, I like uh, where if he, you know, and obviously has an extremely invested interest uh, in the, and uh, when does, when does the queen come out? It comes out in, uh in 2006 so that's like about the, that he's like mm. you know this is we're not that far you know time wise on the thing do you think that if him as an adult is much more like oh well that like that's true rather than these things when he goes back in history like it is just interesting that there has been this shift between i think the best example that we've given on this pod is is philip in the paper and mm. you know that could be a thing where he was like oh how interesting that the paper like it only the photo only had the back of his head mm. and so then we can play with that whereas maybe he feels like he has he doesn't have like that same sort of like you know plot mechanic that he can use but i'm just trying to think through like why does it feel that he's so he's more assertively putting you know, making these points as he's as the show goes along. I'm just trying to think through, like, why is well, he saying like Carol Middleton like set up her kid to, go, you know? And obviously, the coincidences do feel strong, like the fact that she had applied to, you know, was going to go to university, then took a gap year after um, William announces it, et cetera, et cetera. But but he's just been so much more like assertive, I think, in these last two seasons. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. 
Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, there's a couple of things. I mean, the this is all part of a bigger issue of the show devolving to being more of a soap opera and being more heavy handed. And I do look back at season four, which was honestly near perfect television, like incredible season. I don't want to criticize season four and maybe it's not season four's fault, but like, I feel like that had the drama, but like so well told. And then now it's being told less well, but we've like kept that like soap opera level dramatics, but maybe it's not the season's fault. Maybe the, you know, the, with Diana a lot, like history became a lot more dramatic and we kind of like fell into those patterns but but even like yeah the writing i don't know what it is and i don't know much much about behind the scenes but like the writing is so much more heavy-handed and the metaphors like it's all part of the same thing it's it's very much like show don't well tell don't show and like the the implications and like the nuance and the subtlety and the power of suggestion has been like taken over by possibly defamatory more extreme like leading you down a path takes now in terms of like the way that that manifests like in terms of like a real take historically that either is just a rumor or like completely made up one thing might be that a lot of these modern stories have been told a lot but also lived recently so it's like what's the spin that you're putting on something we're all kind of like experiencing or have experienced within the last like 30 years like I was talking to post show recaps podcaster Sarah Carradine about the crown I'm like do you watch the crown and it's like Diana and she's like I don't need to watch it I lived it I'm like but did you live it did you live Muhammad killing her (laughs) because that's a new Uh take that I bet you haven't seen so it's original Uh um and then so this this isn't necessarily original but it's something that people again can like remember in their living memory and have an opinion on so maybe he like for me you should should even more so leave it up to interpretation but maybe it's like really going with that yeah I don't know like kind of take um yeah or maybe he just maybe he just has more of opinion an opinion he lived it maybe he just really felt that at the time maybe he believed that tabloid rumor and that's that's his that's his voice on that where he didn't have an opinion on things that happened in the 50s and things were more private and there was less gossip told as such in terms of things like the daily mail i'm like definitely like the, the way that gossip was you know was you was at least created yeah it had to have been less so i know that there were you know like they were in the, the papers and stuff, but it's yeah. with OTT with Diana. And like, as we've gone through that tunnel, we've ended up here. And I yeah. don't think that's a great thing. And I don't know why it, it, it would be such a major plot point twice in one season. But Yeah. The, the piece for me, I think as I'm trying to think about <clears throat> why doesn't this episode work for me is I feel like what's, what's really missing is we, we basically get, we get one scene where Kate and William seem to get along. They it's right before the fight when they sit down. Twenty seconds, yes. Yes, they talk and about. Otherwise, it's a lot of long looks, like yeah. thirty minutes of long looks. Yeah, they're long joking things. about hacking through the rainforest, and that she's and and there's this idea that he has that she excels at everything, which is very mm-hmm. much manifested in the she is a faster swimmer than him. <laughs> scene mm-hmm. where and he just is like can't keep up. So this idea, and she's got the books out before him, and she offers her notes and the essay she wrote. She'll offer it up to to William. But I do feel like there is like what's missing is like he he is like just looking at her and the idea of her is what he falls in love with, which is maybe what Peter Morgan is trying to say about this relationship. 
there is a smidge of like seemingly chemistry when they do talk for 20 seconds. Yeah, they have like one minute of dialogue in their entire relationship. Like how does she even have his number to text him? I guess she had it on the the school. Literally that would go, that would be the the first text she seemingly has ever sent him. Like they have no, no built up relationship here. Yeah. And so there's, there's that, right. There's like William thinking, oh, Kate might make a really great girlfriend. And the other theme is sort of, like William's general unhappiness to be at St. Andrews. And there's a lot of things that, you know, he does seem to be a tad lonely. Um, He does seem to have like some friends. um, uh, But, you know, he, again, we get a lot of scenes of him like shopping alone. He's playing that little, like he's playing the slot machine game alone. Um, He has his bodyguard and he should. his bodyguard. Yeah. 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 Um, And, and I just feel like they don't do a good enough job. Maybe like, like seemingly the message by the end of the episode is what you had said, which is that like, he wants to quit school because he can't be with Kate. Mm-hmm. And I Somebody don't think you for 40 seconds. Or like. Right. Right. Yeah. And so there's something in there. I don't think that that's like the idea that the amount of pressure that's on you. And if you find this person who's like, you know, like you know who does excel at everything and who like you know but but there's no counterpoint to that of like what like and there's no backstory for like the, or we get even from this episode and, and again a lot of times we talk about how this show can stand on its an episode can stand on its own and so they they can do these things in previous seasons where like even if you you know we obviously watch every episode of the show but you know i do think it's probably true that william would be like hyper fixated on finding the perfect partner and the, you know, especially in the wake of like his mother, like dying and all the feelings he had last episode about the way in which like um, there, he does feel. And probably like, even though he goes and hugs his father, he, I guess last episode, I mean, two episodes, again, mm. whatever episode that happened. Uh, Will's mania. Yeah. But he, he probably still does feel this, like a lot of pressure to be, to find the perfect person um and it's funny because i almost feel like in a way i do feel like diana is a little or like kate is a little diana ish in the not in the way that she's like you know immensely popular but but the way that she's like she is picked at by every boy basically in the in the school be like all four of them are like you know when they like Mm. lean back behind the post and they're all looking at her and like yeah she's the one from our class she is the she's the girl she's the prettiest girl she's the smartest girl whatever and so I there's like again there's like there's like stuff in here that could be built on that I think could be really interesting but ultimately I feel like I don't really know why he likes Kate other than that they tell us everybody should want to be with Kate basically all the boys want to be with Kate her mother seemingly like wants Kate to be with William but the and then I I don't like there's a scene too where when he goes and he's like oh I always used to love history of art we never see anything in the episode where it's like why he doesn't like art history and why he might switch it. And even like the geography mm-hmm. major is just cause like everybody in the family is like, maybe you should switch to geography. Right. And I do yeah. love the line, but it's like the, the Elizabeth rebuttal, but it's like, I don't know. I feel like the motivations for William um, in this episode are, are really absent. Yeah. I mean, like it could be read as cynical, cynical that he doesn't really know her, but he's put this idea onto her and that's how they got together 
and it's all very shallow, cynical, and that it's being like orchestrated by her mother. But I don't think that's how we're meant to take it. I think we're meant to take it because they do have like chemistry for the 30 seconds that they talk. Yeah. I think we're meant to see this as like the beginning of this like big love story that just is like complicated in this like teenage way that it can be. And even with the mother at the end, it's like, just don't be with William, you know, that you're not with William and that you're with Finchie to prove a point to me. Right. That's almost more the rating. It's like she's actively defying her mother to do this. It, there, there's such a pull that the orchestration by her mother is like a deterrent. It's not that that's the thing that's going to lead them to be together. Yeah, and like that's that the way too. that I'm reading it. But but I don't th – it's like it's, – it's not very – it's not executed very well. Really. Yeah, well, that, that's like, yeah. well, in ways. Like, I mean, I don't think it was necessarily to like – to, you know – get it in a jab at her mother but like there are you know may, I don't know may, maybe the fact that she doesn't like immediately go up to him and she kind of like waits for him and then it does feel like even when she has a new boyfriend she likes William the whole time but th the thing that's keeping them apart is like all of their messiness in the two conversations that they've had and in their conversation at the end of the conversation there is the implication too that she thinks like he might be a little bit of like a spoiled brat she is like mm, yeah. first of all like you yelled at this girl who just wanted a an autograph and then and then also um you then complained about being ogled and she gives this rebuttal of like you know try being a woman I know, you know? which and I so, really really want to talk about well we can talk about it but yeah. th there is this implication at the end of that conversation that she's not like smitten on William right? well I I think the implication is like she does have feelings for him she's like looking at him in class like I think those feelings linger and maybe some combination badly told of, do I really want to like go down the path my mom has laid out for me? And also I'm mad at him, you know, like she has, she's like, oh, this like hothead, arrogant, entitled boy that she likes. Like, I think those feelings are there, but there's just like, you know, this is like such a rom-com trope. Like there's just drama in the way of it. It's hard mm -hmm. because none of this stuff happened. So when we're, they, they can't <laughs> write too much about their relationship this year because uh -huh. it didn't exist. So like the two uh -huh. conversations they had, already much 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 more than from what i understand was true at least romantically between them um i think that's right i think yeah i think that or they like became friends but like romantically there wasn't this like i think will they won't they very classic drama type of you know history between them so okay but in terms of like the try being a girl line yeah so I feel like this was meant to read as like 90s level, I guess early 2000s, like empowering, progressive. Um, this was like very like cringe Diana to me, but maybe not on purpose mm -hmm. because, okay, you are right. It is hard to be objectified by men. I don't, I don't want to compare that to like a very privileged, privileged man mm -hmm. um, that is William, but also like Will's life in the public eye is terrible and you cannot possibly compare that to any girl. And his mother just died for that kind of attention. Like Will is right, yeah. but is he being painted as right? Like, how are we meant to take that? I think we're supposed to take it. I, to me, I think it's written to be like Kate. I, I think you're supposed to like. I, I think you're supposed to side with Kate to a degree. Yeah, like, and I don't. Yeah, I don't. That's yeah. really, and I think when mm -hmm. she becomes a royal, she's going to understand that she was wrong, yeah. and I hope she apologized for this fake scene that didn't happen. <laughs> with Lola. Yeah, with Lola. Lola aired what is her name? Airdell something Cavendish. Yeah. Yeah, it was a Great four name. four name name. But like okay, oh. even Lola was like such a like nothing hurdle. Anyway, <laughs> it is like it it was so rom com. And like it's like if you're gonna fictionalize it, I think you could make it a little bit more interesting. Because of the it's funny because sometimes you talk through an episode, I'm like, I liked it better than I thought. I feel like this is going the opposite. I liked it worse the more we talk about it. Like Lola, I will say. 
yes, being into cinema and politics and not the outdoors, that's fine. I'm the same way. Yeah. And and like in yeah. fairness to Lola, who did come across as a little unhinged in that conversation and probably could have discussed it differently, but like her boyfriend did have a crush on that girl and he yes. was flirting with her. So like yeah, kind true. of team Lola on this one. But mm. anyway. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I don't think Lola does anything wrong other than that, like her boyfriend doesn't really want to be with her in the first place. Because she's so. just like a complete plot device well <laughs> like yeah. they might as well have just hmm. called a plot device what's this one's name yeah composite character like lola airdell cavendish kincaid is her name um yeah. do I, I there's some stuff in here that i do like you want to talk about the bodyguard he's great i love the bodyguard i love those like he's the one who ends up he's like hey look i sorry that i didn't catch if she she smiled before but now i've got eyes on kate like, he's basically stalking kate at this point yeah, they true. say the word stalking like the bodyguard is just constantly watching her to tell will what's going on yeah, you just said um, uh, he's stalking, and I said loved it, but I did mean to apply. It was like when when they're like, he's like, "Hey, did she smile?" And he's like, "I don't know. I'm just looking for kidnappers and assassins, man." Like, yeah, I, I love know. that. Yeah, and then um, him just being in the background. I also love Charles dropping him off. Um, it's it's a very small scene, um, and it's basically like all Dominic West does this episode. But it's 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 Charles is trying so hard to be a good dad, and he's like, "Okay, here you know, I'm I'm here you are," and he's like, "You know, make sure you don't party too hard." He's like, "No, I have a bodyguard. Like, I literally probably won't be able to <laughs> the party. He's gonna be watching my every move." Um, I thought it was quite it's quite sweet, and then yeah, the bodyguard just like lingering around is like he's shopping. That sucks. That's so hard. You know, obviously like a necessity. If you're all based on like what we see in the um, episode and you have to imagine in the aftermath of Diana, like, yeah, this dude is this kid is absolutely having a bodyguard um, near him. But, yeah. But yeah. but also it's it, it does paint to how it could be difficult to experience a new school and, and a you know, starting university as William, who is starting school for the first time in a way that they've already had Will's mania. And it's a, you know like unlike Eden there are like girls at the school like he you know there there's it's a, it's a very strange way for him to be in university with the bodyguard being the prince prince william and that probably could have been explored more because that might have been more true to what was actually happening because yeah okay i've researched this a million times but i felt like i was wrong but I'm, i am right in 2001 they met when they were students so that's now she reportedly caught william's eye of charity fashion show at the university in 2002 when she appeared on the stage wearing a see-through lace dress now caught his eye could be open to interpretation of how that's going to like manifest if it does on the show. But mm-hmm. like, it doesn't say on Wikipedia and in any of my research they, oh, they had a, will they, won't they No, Like, but why, like, why, yeah. why raid this? Like it, it just, why did it need to take up the whole episode? Anyway, I feel bad. Like the people want to be, negativity, it be, but that's how I, I, I think they, they began dating in 2003. That's in two years. How long will this go on for? I guess they, they wanted the stuff of the, of the gap year, the following. And I guess they could have like fast forwarded through this. Yeah. And then I think they also want this like first year sadness, right? They want, but, they, but they it want... gets overwhelmed by Kate. I feel. Yeah. Yeah, there's stuff there. Like that's no, like I, yeah, yeah, there is. I I really love. There's two scenes with Harry. I do like the call where he's like, "Dude, university is just about sleeping with with people. Like, have some have some illegitimate bastards." And the reason I like that <laughs> is because I think it's it's a very funny joke that you can only like. You know, when there's like there's jokes you make with your siblings about like how ridiculous your family is, like or like you know, and it's only jokes that like you would only get with each. Not that other people don't get the joke. I'm obviously like this is a very funny joke, but I do think it's just funny to imagine like you know, this, this very serious family, but like, yeah, Harry being like the joke about like, 
you're gonna have an illegitimate bastard it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty funny um i think it's so yeah i like I, I actually i don't mind uh this version of harry i know again like uh, there was a lot of complaints like he's supposed to be like 13 last episode the last time we saw him but um overall i, I don't i don't mind him and then I, yeah again i do love the scene at the the scene at the end but yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm ha- I'm willing to buy this version of Harry that looks very different from how Harry looked at 17. I literally Googled yeah, I know. Prince Harry, seven, age 17, because I wanted to, you know, and it's very different. They didn't even try with the hair, but okay. Like this, this actor is selling his version of that character, and yeah. I can believe that. My first criticism, my only real criticism in this is... Mm-hmm. Why did they do the cast change at the second drop? I mean, it's all the same season. And Will's Mania is mere weeks to maximum months. Harry is meant to be 13. And that's why it was so jarring. Now, if Harry's going to be 16 when William turns 18 or equal 15, yeah. And and they're like, you know, about to be 16. I think that's what what it is. And like for that one scene. But then we're going to skip forward a year. And he's like 17 or 16, 17 for most of this. That is much more palatable for both of them. Like they're going to skip forward years in time. Why would you do the cast change when you skip forward a few weeks? You're yeah. about to have a skip forward episode. I truly don't understand how that was when the cast change was done. So I was just trying to see. It looks like, okay, so there's an article that Amelda Staunton found out that the queen died while on set playing Queen Elizabeth, which is wow. awkward. Um it does look like, yeah, the filming only paused a week, so uh, uh, that doesn't make any sense. But If they uh, can get Elizabeth Debicki back, they can get those kids back. So it makes more sense of how Harry is dealing with it as a 13-year-old who doesn't look 18 weeks after she died. It made, yeah. it, I think they were just like, new season kind of, like new, but like, yeah, this, but- this, this this jumped ahead so much it would have made much more sense and been less jarring then and I was actually trying to like think of those scenes like of them skiing of like the younger kids and how that would be and it's just it's so different that it's impossible but that's wrong because those yeah. were the wrong ages like they just like really conceptualized that incorrectly I feel but I really no. did like the scene at the end between Harry and William my criticism of that would be more Harry you know like let's oh, do great. an episode on how Harry has dealt with everything after diana dying and deals with being the spare because that's like the fascinating stuff more fascinating than the rest of the episode um because like this air and spare ideal is such a massive part of the crown philip like once said to elizabeth like every generation will have kind of like the staid good sovereign and then like the sparkly wild child and also the first time and i know they changed the lot uh, in terms of like who can you know it's now um like mm. gender neutral but but he is the first boy spare as well so he's the first well, like, since like well since george well, took over for edward yeah that's what i mean yeah yeah but, i mean and, and and in terms of like uh you get elizabeth and margaret and then you get charles and anne i mean mm. i mean they're all also there's like andrew and whatever but like, yeah, yeah but in terms but of like, like in second second oldest yeah. Uh, and the one just below and yeah i i love this scene i i, I love I, like i hadn't really thought about it like like it's 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 a such a it's a unique spin on it margaret wanted like margaret always thought she could be a better queen because she was she was more like out there Magnetic. she was, she was mm. yeah she had charisma she's like I, everyone will love me uh without realizing like and to elizabeth's point like and as we've talked about a lot like the way to be the crown is to like lose yourself in the crown is to like not do that, to not be controversial, to not mm. stand out, to just be, you know, as we see last episode, like to just keep things the same for forever and ever. That's like the strength of the monarchy in this. This is so different. This is like, 
I actually like there is almost an expectation that I will never be better than you. And that like I have I always have to be like and, and so the better you are, the better I can be um, is like what a, what a fascinating expectation to put on your older brother um, in a way that I hadn't ever like envisioned that relationship. And I thought it was kind of I thought it was a really interesting take on the like younger brother of the future king sort of relationship. Yeah, well, Harry has something unique in which like the way that Philip laid it out that in terms of like the state sovereign and the like sparkly sibling is that Harry like is not the sparkly one. Like right. William is also the heartthrob. So he doesn't even get the best parts of being right. the charismatic, but like you have too much personality to be the crown, but you're the fun one and you're the like the, the people's, you know, prince. And that will change over time in different ways and to different audiences. But like at this time, Will is the one who's like also in the boy band pretty much. And he's going to be the king. It's not fair. Give give Harry one thing. And this is such an interesting thing. That's why I want to see more of it for Harry. Because I feel like there's so much there. Like the, the way that he criticizes this dynamic as being very intentional. Like that the spares are yeah. held back to like highlight the airs very intentionally. Which right. we can talk through in terms of like the, the rehab day of it all. Which is, which is true that that happened. But... It's such an interesting thing because it's like, why does it play out so frequently that this is the dynamic? It's like, you could see it as like purely coincidental. You could see it conditional to these extreme systems. When you know what you have to be, you feed into it. Yeah. Um, you And it's also situational. Like Edward was the heir and he abdicated because that was his. And then George had to step in and be. So then they have to swap to what is their rightful place because it didn't work. So through all of that, you can kind of understand how this dynamic plays out so frequently over time, but he's saying it's like intentionally forced by the system to suit an, an agenda, which is like super nefarious and so fascinating. And like maybe to, to a point true, I mean, it's impossible to know and like how much of this is like, can be really passed out to be like super objective. But then you look at something like the rehab, the rehab day, um, which is fascinating because Charles does do this in life. Like Harry was, yeah a wild child who was smoking weed, he was drinking, like he came out, he'd like fallen into the wrong crowd. Like I literally read an article from The Guardian said 21 years ago, that was written 21 years ago, that was about that. And then he went into this day at the rehab center. And then obviously in that I was reading the article, like the press did get their hands on it. And right. it's like, why would Charles do that? It seems nonsensical that anyone would think that that's okay PR to make, to make William look better. Like, no, that'll just make the whole family look terrible. And even they like were like, in the article, like basically no comment. I wonder if like, was Charles trying to be a well-intentioned but like deeply <laughs> misinformed father about how this was a good idea. And then it just like blew up in everyone's face. Like, I, I can't imagine that Charles, unless he like is like, you know, Carol Middleton and Muhammad level evil villain <laughs> would do that. Not our Charles. Look better. Yeah, well, but Can like, I can I tell you something but, very quick, Shannon? It, yeah. I looked so hard. There is there are tons of like Etsy uh, shops around the world that will do like uh, crown merch, strangers, whatever. No, there's no. like no good mm -hmm. Charles merch. Like I said, it's all like the actual king. And I can't mm -hmm. get um, Australian Etsy shops. I can't in good conscience send you a, a picture that's like <laughs> I love Charles with the real king on it. Maybe I just want it to be a Maybe Dominic West. I just want a Dominic. Okay, if you're yeah. if you're up for it, I will find a good piece of merch to send you. But I just I feel yeah. like I need to really affirm our Charles love uh, by sending you. A piece of Charles merch. For me, it was always like a realistic, like blame but sympathy, more sympathy than the yeah, world. No, and then I, I just lent yeah. to it, but lent into it by the way that I mean, yeah, I mean Charles here 
we don't see it play out in that parenting other than the very brief scene that you mentioned. You must and, stay with the family. <laughs> yeah, and like I mean, like I feel like they're maybe they're shielding that if they like if if there was lapses in parenting here, and I'd like I'd like to see it. Like yeah. I want to I want to see this played out so much more. Um, we are he, seeing no basic. Well, I mean, this Charles like parenting like all of this has been about William because they're most interested in like succession, right? Like, well, that but that's the whole. But like so so the fact that Harry did go to this rehab center and then they did like the, the the press did get that like that is traumatizing to a teenager like i want to spend time on that like i don't want that to be a throwaway line in what is the best scene in in the episode like i want to see charles as a parent like why is he doing this like that then don't tell me just show me and let me take up my interpretation of of why would you think this would like of course the press will get it is that what you want how could that be what you want i want to see that played out um, because, yeah, like I can see how Harry feels like everything's an attack on him and how the whole world and the whole system is out to get him. And that's going to play out in ways that are, again, relevant to this very day. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's true. But I'm sure there's elements of well, maybe elements of truth. And obviously, it's a very negative system and it sucks for everyone. So there's so much nuance in that. It literally actually happened. It's all about parenting. Like we've seen child struggles, a parent to William. Let's see like more about like how you know, let's see the Harry edit on how this is going for him. And I feel like that's just a more interesting episode and it's very different to what we got. So I just feel like th those are the glimpses that it could have played out to me in ways that are more fascinating. And maybe that's not right because it's the crown and Harry's not the heir, but like Charles is the heir, now the king. So it's his son. And it's that like interesting kind of the way that, that Harry has been dealing with Diana's death in the years since and now like his adolescence through that. Um. One thing, so uh, the piece about like the rehab center, there is the world where like Charles, as much as like we've loved Charles, he, he seems the most in touch of any of the royals that like smoking pot might have actually been <laughs> a real concern for for him. I do, I do. Well, that's love, what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I do is love. He, is he trying to be a yeah. good father. He's like, no, I'm actually worried about you. Like, what do I do? Yeah. Do I, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I think that the, the thing I really love from the combo is like, he's like, imagine you, William got sent to a rehab center, like never. Um, which I do. I think that's also true that like, it's like even, you know, I think that they're, yeah, I guess to your point, I'm like now like theorizing on like, you know, why he, why he would have done it. Cause it's is fascinating like, and it really happened. It's a big question. Yeah. The other, the other piece of that is that supposedly, uh, in, in rehab. And again, I think these are just like this, I, you know, nothing confirmed, but that it was more than pot that Harry was doing at the time. So, so again, if it's like, if like Charles knew that and is like, I'm going to send you to a rehab center, like that would still be a terrible way to deal with that. Like I agree. we have to think about the fact that these are public figures and their children, yes. like, Yes, agreed. Like, uh, let's watch yeah. that episode. I want to see. I want to. Maybe that's the next episode. I don't know. No, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I totally agree. And um, you know, I love the stuff we get with Harry in here, but I would like a lot more of it because I feel like there's so much good stuff with Margaret in that early seasons, yeah. and it's so fascinating to know that Harry left the royal family, and so like the, the, the thing yeah. that's so interesting to me is that there is this it's funny because we talked about like um william being like sort of like the heartthrob of the time i mean i you know he's i don't think he's like ugly but like i feel like he has not grown into himself in the way that harry has grown into himself yeah harry, harry, is like, not, that's what, harry is not the heartthrob although i did yeah. see a photo of teenage william and 
well, I mean, I'm an adult. He was an he was whatever. He was good looking. Like, yeah, I, no, I yeah, and so, but but you know, he's balding. You know, all this. You know, it's like whatever. I don't. I'm not trying to like, but like, you know, for going on like classic beauty standards, there's a way in which like Harry, yeah, is now the one who's like he literally put his face on his book. <laughs> like literally mm-hmm. his face there. Um, and then no, yeah, knowing Harry left, I think it's I I, I do kind of. Which, but it, but that's not seemingly what Peter Morgan is doing. He's way more interested in like how to, you know. And this is kind of what he what he did with Elizabeth, which is like how did she get to being who she was? And I think to a degree, like there has been some rumor that like William has cheated on Kate again. Like you know, don't know anything that's been confirmed. Please again, don't tell rumors. me, Peter Morgan. Just let me guess. <laughs> Just let me guess. <laughs> um, I don't think we'll even get there, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, to the point of like, I, you know, I think he is more interested in, you know, he called his show the Crown, and while Harry is part of that, he's more interested in William, who, by all accounts, will be a future king, and so that's where he's spending this time of like examining that person and how he goes from. Yes, this sad boy at university to, you know, and 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 sort of trying to tell <laughs> us the story of of who he is now, even if you don't get story. to that person. No, like, I'm, it's I'm a with fake you. and not such an interesting story. And like the thing I is agree. that Harry's Harry's relationship with William in this is so interesting. Like like Harry and Charles, an heir, and Harry and William, because we've only really seen their relationship like as especially as it's only really grown right now, like age-wise, we've only seen it as like just like supportive and quite nice. But but they might there's there's probably some simmering resentment even though he doesn't seem to be blaming William now, um, you know in the fact that that's their dynamic even though it's not William's fault like let's see that play out because it's so interesting we literally watched seasons of it with Elizabeth and Margaret which is some of the best stuff that the show did yeah. um, that that the pride and joy in season one with Elizabeth and Margaret is just one of like my favorite episodes of television mm-hmm. uh like yeah. still with my cats now i'm like you're my pride and you're my joy like it's such a, like even that line like now it gives me chills you know elizabeth was my pride and margaret was my joy and she's like no but but margaret was my joy like you have to let me have this and like to this day still like that dynamic and what it says about sibling relationships because even this is relevant like this pattern of royals is certainly not real as relevant to a regular person but the way that parents, as we've said, treat children differently and how they might resent each other for that and how they'll like lean into the tropes that they are given um, and the way they need to be differentiated and they do that to themselves and society does it to them, their communities do it to them. All of that is fascinating. Anyone with siblings can look, I mean, like, yeah, anyone who knows any siblings can look at different sibling dynamics and how it's like shaped by these things in ways that are much less specific than an air and spare relationship, but are still true. And mm-hmm. that stuff is so good. So yeah. do more of it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. Anyway. All right. I anything else or should so we, harsh. no, it's okay. It's okay. It's a, uh, you know, it, it is what it, I, the thing is, I don't even think this is like that poorly. And again, I see where it like the terrible, ideas are. But no, yeah. it, it, it just, yeah. um, my standards are high. It's a little flat for day. me. Yeah, um, but I I like the family stuff. I will say, like, yeah. and even though like they have been kind of relegated, even the queen to a degree, like to more you know largely background characters, that has been I get like it's probably true of how society looks at the royals, where like right now like Harry is a you know a really big deal, like the the siblings are all big deals at the time, and then they become like the great aunts of the current important people, and are just like less in the spotlight. Although from what I understand, we're going to be getting like more of Margaret coming up, but. I really like that. I really like the the comments about the grades where they're like, you'd be the first person to get straight A's in this family. It was such an interesting comment on the Royals. It's like, 
you're this like exceptional family that was just born into it. Like you should be getting straight A's, okay? <laughs> like, I mean, obviously the, the education episode um, in episode yeah. one, which might've been, no, well, I don't think it was Pride and Joy, season- but like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it speaks to how they, they've been often, especially the women have been held back in their education. So that's like its own note, but also like being impressed that a future king has got like a B in geography. It's not enough. So that's right. an interesting comment on the role. So I liked all of that, but yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to give out some Lizzie points? I haven't even thought about my Lizzie points. I'm just like, give all it's, six of them to the bodyguard. I know. It's kind of tricky. <laughs> it's kind of tricky. I don't know that there's... Uh... Well, who, are the, who are the contenders? Okay. So I definitely... Yeah. I think the bodyguard who I believe... I'm, I'm trying to look this up. I, I think he's unnamed. I don't... I think Ooh, it's... If, when the person wins, what are we doing? Because like the Chizzy points, like they get a mug. And are we going to like, if Charles wins, like, do we send one to either Charles or Dominic yeah. West? Like which yeah, Charles? We'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll address it to Buckingham Palace. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, not sure. I'm not sure what we'll send them, but uh, alas, uh, it's going to be r- interesting if Elizabeth wins. Nowhere to send, nowhere to send that. Um, mm-hmm. well, uh, he's not doing very well, so it's fine. No. Like in the um, so I think his bodyguard is in contention. I think that, I, you know, I think to a degree, Harry, I think. Harry, I, I could think Harry, but point. like, it's more like sympathy points for Harry. I feel Charles. bad that it's going this way. Maybe I think no, he did one bad parenting thing. Like it was most of what we got. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He sends him to rehab. Yeah, that literally happened. Okay. Um, Um, Kate, Carol, Kate, Kate. I do. I mean, yeah. If if you want to go, like Lindsay gave Muhammad Al Fayed a couple points for for um, (laughs) in episode two. You could give you could give Carol Middleton some points. Finchie doesn't really do anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what about William? William, you I think. You might drop out of uni. You got a B in geography. Or what was it? A B in art history. A B in art history, yeah. He does try to go to, I like. I, An A I geography. Do you know who's like very funny in this episode? But, you know, not the, but the the librarian who do, who doesn't care about William. <laughs> yeah. That was like an interesting comment too. I don't I know what that was trying to say. Was it, was it. Because I feel like if you wanted it to be like people have disdain for him because of his like privilege, it's not that it's not exactly how I read that scene. It's it's just a, like it's almost just like I don't know. It's like the library and very curmudgeon-y. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Although well, he maybe I, does a bad job being like actually Miss Middleton. Like, isn't that a privacy thing? Like, actually, Kate Middleton actually took the books out. Before. Yeah. I don't think well, you can like. Anyway, I don't know. The universe was pushing them together. Even the librarian was like, "You should go talk to her." Um, so I think Harry, William, the bodyguard, Kate, Kate Carol. Kate, I'm mean, like, I was against. Like, I thought that her try being a girl, I was disagreed with her. But Lola, everyone loves her. Lola, Lola actually right. reading to William. She has great hearing. Mm-hmm. Justice for Lola. Yeah, it's true. She just, yeah, and she doesn't like outdoorsy stuff. And I totally agree. Like, I should date Lola. I like politics and cinema. But I'm like, you were describing me. That's it. I'm going to give my three points to Harry. I think the Harry stuff for me is my favorite from the episode. And I think he's speaking a lot of truth. And the one thing that I really love from that scene, actually, that I didn't mention is when he does make, when he's like, imagine it was you who got sent to rehab. They like, laugh. like he gets William to laugh. So he's able to like speak this truth. And I know that like the Harry William relationship is like something that like people have a lot of feelings on about whether or not they were uh, like how close they were. It feels like my understanding is that they actually are close. There, there's one thing I feel like people keep misinterpreting it, which is that they didn't really talk about their mother's death, which I think is like a totally fair thing for a family who is not fully like 
doesn't share their feelings to yeah. be like, let's not talk about that thing. Let's not talk about the tremendously sad thing. We both know it's ha it happened. Let's not talk about it. We will joke and laugh and drink or whatever. And that their relationship probably is fine until they get, you know, and that there'll be things that are contentious about their relationship, but that they don't like, I, it doesn't feel like they hated each other, at least as kids. So they might hate yeah, each I other mean, now. They, they were young and traumatized. Like, I mean, I think I'll give three points to Harry as well because firstly to be the scene was great and then for the character to be young and so aware of that like you know repeated pattern yeah and he like hard things are happening to him you know like he's he's responding to them without like guidance and he's in a tough spot but he doesn't seem he doesn't take it out on William and that's to his credit that he could lash out at the fact that like it, it all it's all because of William but it's not necessarily his personal fault. So I think like that's a good amount of like young self-awareness and also like, you know, kindness to his brother. So I actually think I will, I'll give three to him. And then I think I'm set on giving two to Kate. Yeah. That's where I kind of was. Everyone loves too. her, and you then, know, she's the it girl. And then one point, I think, you know, the bodyguard is good, but I feel like I want to give my one point to Will, but. I'm between Will and the bodyguard as well. What about I'll the queen? You know what? No. I'm gonna give a point to the okay. queen. And here, can I say why? Yes. She finally no, was a good grandmother. <laughs> like she finally and that was a nice scene. And it was very cute and across the generations. Like that's how yeah. you imagine at its best their relationship to be. And we just have yes. not seen a lot of that. If anything, we've seen her kind of like let William down and be like, you deal with it, Charles. And are we here? Oh no, I'm here being here for the family instead yeah. of going out to the people. Like all the like soft maternal caring stuff that people wanted from her was actually in this scene here unexpectedly and that's good so i'm gonna give her that point i like it i think it's fair i i, I like her line about like uh we didn't do dating we met someone we got married and we moved on with it yeah <laughs> as if <laughs> criticizing what it is now like you and your silly getting to know people what is it with yeah. kids these days uh and it's so fun when he's like uh yeah then he's like uh it'd be another word if i if i so she i like this line of like i'm guessing you don't want to hear there's more fish in the sea or give it another go <laughs> like I, I kind of love that like i don't know that felt really as like a family who did sort of like we we were not lovey-dovey in a way that i think like we, we have more recently become like we, we say i love you a lot more or whatever uh but this idea of like like my mom and I both are complete overthinkers. And Same. I remember one, one time I called my mom and it was about this, this, I had a problem and I knew how to fix the problem, but I just wanted to be like, isn't it annoying that I'm going to have to go do this thing? And um, she was like, Oh, but you could just go do that thing. I was like, no, no, I know. And she was like, no, but it won't, it won't take that long. And, and she was kind of like trying to like be like, tell me how easy it would be to solve the problem. But I just wanted, I only wanted to complain about the problem and I wanted someone to be like, Relatable. that sucks, mm. you know? Uh, basically, that's all I wanted was like someone to be like, that does suck that you have to do that thing. Cause I knew what I had to do. Like, no, no, I know I can go, you know, do. And um, my mom references that a lot. Of, like sometimes you just want people to, to say that sucks. And I feel like that's kind of what Elizabeth comes to do. She goes, I'm guessing you don't want the like one of two solutions I could offer you. And instead you just want me to be like, that's rough. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, it was like weirdly uncomplicated how sweet it was. Yeah. Um, you know, there was no, there was no complexity to it. But it, but it, it was, it was a nice moment. It was, yeah, the the best we've seen of Elizabeth. It kind of ends with her saying like, it won't, what's meant for you won't pass you by, and like, you know, referencing religion, which is very true mm. to the character. It's yeah, it's like the best you can hope for the sweet scene. Even the fact that she would like go and check on him, and like none of it felt nefarious. None of it felt no. like 
So you're the heir to the throne and you're thinking of giving up uni. Maybe yeah, we right. talk about it. Like, it literally felt like, are you sad? Like, let's talk about how it's hard for you. Like, it was so genuinely caring to the point where it might have been off character now that I think about it. Yeah. Like, but it was a nice scene for her and it made Elizabeth look better. So I'll give her my she can, she can She can be a normal person sometimes. Since when? <laughs> Since when? When we randomly, she got dropped into me because we have to get advice on this fictional issue with Kate. But... Yeah. yeah, look, she was very different, and yeah. that's why now she's being rewarded for it. She's had some yeah. growth yeah. in the last few years. All right. Apparently. Charles is still on the top of the leaderboard with 13, Camilla with 11, Diana at 10, William in fourth place, and right. new arrival to the top five, which is Harry after getting six points, jumps ahead of. Uh, uh, I like I like that. This, this leaderboard is so funny because uh, the show is so like episodic where like sometimes mm. the character comes in and has an amazing episode and then they leave so elizabeth is currently true tied with true but elizabeth is tied with sheree blair <laughs> for for five a great episode and that speaks more to the queen season i think Agreed. let's see if you can rack a point on the last three episodes let's see how much they can shoehorn diana in these are all the questions that i have if i don't see elizabeth debicki again i'm actually gonna be annoyed now like that would be a crazy way for this to be her last scene like why would you that it, it's definitely not going to be the last time we see her. Like, there's no way, no way. I mean, she, her last scene, if you say that that's her last scene, thematically, she, like, meets her, you know, daughter-in-law, you know, and is like, you know, like, here's my son and you'll marry and whatever. I don't know. She, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. That's what she said. Well, then I want the scene where she comes to Kate then as goes Diana. And it's yeah. like, hey, from before. So, yeah. Let's see. More Ghost Diana all the time. Every single episode would be that much funnier if Ghost Diana popped up at the end of it. Like, every single one. Like, imagine, like, in this one, like, Will is texting Kate. She's like, please don't leave uni. He looks next to him, and she's just like, hello. So funny. I wish either of us could do. I wish either of us could do the Diana voice, because, yeah, I can't really. But there's Mm -hmm. some good TikTok or social media content in what people can do with Ghost Diana, and it genuinely should just be... The end of every episode, yeah, she just shows up shows and up. scares the hell out of whoever is there. Usually, William. Um, Sometimes Tony Blair. Did you did you have a cell phone like that? Did you ever have a cell phone like the one that he had? I, the Nokia, I'm... no, I was too young, but my grandpa did, yeah. and I remember because we all, my brother and me and my cousins would all fight over who got to play Snake on it. How okay. good is like Nokia Snake? Yeah, I know it is good. I I think my first phone was a flip phone that I got like in yeah, like mine was two thousand and. Yeah. seven or eight so yeah a few was probably, yeah it was probably mm, it was probably maybe about like 2006 but i also had the flip bone yeah 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 um look so, at this the bad episode of the crown we talked for like over an hour about it. we had a lot to complain about like one day we'll have a podcast that's under an hour have we done that i don't even know we i think we've been close yeah i don't know that i can have a conversation with someone that's under an hour um like even this podcast we chatted before for 30 minutes like i said to pete i'm like well i'll see you in an hour i was just it was never gonna be true it was i know just never gonna be. i know yeah, but, but to give folks some behind the scenes, we've had some ambitious plans. Be like, okay, we'll watch one, and then we'll record the podcast, and then we'll like watch another one, and then we'll record, and we have to cancel them because <laughs> we're like, yeah. no, that's silly. That's, that's silly, it. and it's hard with the time zone because it means that one of us is that's... going to like the early, early hours of the morning. Like, yeah, so Tis they shouldn't have dropped six episodes right now for my personal schedule, but whatever. I know, I know. Halfway um, through though, we did it. Yeah, this, um, yeah, this batch, yeah, only three left. Yeah. Um, all right. In the meantime, Shannon, I mean, we're releasing these in pretty quick succession, but generally, what do you got going on? This is the crown, not succession. Um, I'm watching succession. Um, 
well, you know, Survivor UK, which is so good. For... Today, I I watched the finale in for the future that people and if you like things said in the UK. Mm. Well, they actually wish this is not instead of the Dominican true. Republic. Dominican Republic, yeah. But um, the season's amazing. Everyone should watch it. If you're a Survivor fan, why aren't you watching it? Um, yeah, so the US Survivor I'm covering and this. Where can people follow you? Follow me at Shannon Gates, where I put out all of that content. I really wanted to, like, I'm like, it's very hard to tweet about The Crown. I know. Because of the schedule, and I don't know. Like, I really wanted to put out that principal skin, I mean, that I'm stealing from you. But like, Yeah, you, you could do it. it. Incredible. Yeah, but, like, yeah. I don't know. And then I really wanted to put out, like, if I had a nickel for every, but then I just, just I don't know, it's not my base. But those are the tweets that I, and then I just say them on the podcast. I don't so, feel yeah. those are, like, super spoilery, you know? So yeah, it's like, it's, it's spoilery, but it's also, like, no one's co- cohesive, you know? It's like, oh, I already watched that. It was, it, it just, to, to, to randomly drop that in a whole feed of pretty much Survivor stuff would be, I don't know. I feel like people would, would it just, it's, it's untethered from anything, you know? Yeah, yeah. Maybe drop them in the Reddit, in the crown, in the crown Reddit. Yeah, Spotlight. which is yeah. yeah, maybe yeah, they're not yeah. that good. If I had a thought that was better, <laughs> if, if I had something that was really firing, I think I'd just uh-huh. do it. But uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. And then what about you, Grace? What do you? Got? Oh, Fargo movies, The Curse, um, lots of stuff. I'm on social media at High from Grace. Um, yeah, I'll be back next episode. Very excited about next episode. I keep seeing the thing pop up for it, and. Uh, I'm very excited for next episode. So we shall see. We'll be back uh, to cover episode eight of the final season of The Crown. Until then, bye-bye. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like Sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.